and welcome back to the Cinematic World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. <laughs> hey. What's up, Larry? Where you been at, bro? What's up, Larry? We're back. Box office report. We are here. Finally, first... things coming out. <laughs> the, the first box office report of October. Uh, very interesting weekend that we had this week. Uh, last week, we missed last week's show. Last week, we had uh, Don't Worry Darling coming out last week, which opened up to like 19 million. Were you expecting more for Don't Worry Darling? I was expecting Yo, at least Harry like 25 had the people fooled because they showed up yeah big. that's what i was thinking the too. harry style fan showed up hard for that opening day and that preview event so it really skewed the the weekend so they yeah. saw those thursday numbers and were like oh we're gonna get 30 million they went crazy and it's like nah it's just because all them damn harry styles fans ran to the theater i thought fizzled out i thought with all of that i thought it was at least gonna open to like 25 yeah. and uh it opened to 19, and I was honestly surprised by that 19 million. I said, okay. And then, Larry, I think we got to start talking about this Avatar because that damn re-release did $10 million. $10 million. If it wasn't like, in 3D, I probably would have went. I just, I can't. With yeah, I don't like 3D. Sorry. That's the, that's the, honestly the main reason why I didn't go. I would have. Like, I would have went and saw it Just release iPad. the 4K on, yeah, I release the 4K it, Blu-ray but... so I can watch that at least, it's you know. Too much. But yeah, I mean, th- that was a really impressive number. And so. hey, that, that waves of the water or whatever might be coming in hot later this year. That's what I'm saying. I'm over here talking about, oh, y'all need to chill. Wave, uh, you know, wave of the water is going to be like. Not that serious, but I don't know, Larry. If a re-release can bring out like ten million dollars, that's that's kind of crazy. We just don't see that a lot for re-releases. So yeah, Mm-mm. I don't know. So we'll we'll see how that we'll we'll see what happens when Avatar comes out. Was it was it still out this weekend? Is it still mm-hmm. is it still counting up? Some uh, yes. it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. still on the Look top five. Look! Oh my God, that's nuts! All right, so <laughs> that is nuts. So the week before, uh, before Don't Worry, Darling, we had the Woman King, and the Woman King, it was the Woman King Pearl. I was disappointed with Pearl's numbers, but we kind of expected that. But the Woman King opened up uh, about twenty million, and then right now, with the story with that movie, that it's just ha- it's having really, really good legs. Yeah, which is great, great to see and stuff yeah. the um, only it, good thing about pearl is i heard that both x and pearl were shot for like two million dollars total yeah so pearl's fine yeah so, so pearl's that's fine. the reason i think they're okay with pearl but yeah i mean that's what we were saying like it's kind of weird to have this x be the series that yeah. has like this big old franchise now three films because it's not like it did very good like it did you know, it opened to what four or five million. I think maybe? it's just a more more of a artistic kind of trilogy to where yeah. like it's not really doing well, but hey, because it's like no one's really hey. clamoring for these like like all of everybody in our circle is clamoring for these movies and uh, but uh, you know, general audiences are like, oh, Pearl, I gotta get out to go see Pearl and X and Maxine, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, hey, it's what happens, but 
Let's get into this weekend. We have the box office. If you want to follow along with us, as always, we have the weekend box office for the weekend of September 30th going into October. Uh, today's October 2nd, of course. And we had, of course, the opening releases of Smile Bros. That's about it for opening releases we had this week. Uh, let's get into the number one spot. Larry, what came in at number one? All right. Well, horror continues to have a very strong year at the box office as Smile takes in $22 million in its opening weekend of release for a $6,000 per theater average here domestically. When we take a look at the international numbers, it has already racked up $14.5 million to date, giving Smile something to smile about with $36.5 million worldwide. Uh, This was a big surprise. Uh, We didn't have a show last weekend, so regarding uh, if we would have had predictions, I probably would have said $14 or $15 million. Uh, but this $22 million opening is really, really strong, especially with you and I. We were talking a lot about how um, original horror has been like hit or miss mm-hmm. lately. You know, obviously we were talking about Pearl, but, uh, you know, earlier this year we had like the Black Phone do really well. But besides that, original horror IP has been kind of lacking when it comes to box office. So to have this open up to $22 million, I think this confirms my long theory of release horror movies around October. God damn it. Like it works. <laughs> if this came out in like July, you think it was going to oh, open up to 22 no, no, million? No, no. Yeah. it's, it's you release these movies when they're, when not all horror movies, of course, no. but like these little like curse horror films, you know, like with these kind of like atmosphere and, trailers and stuff these are perfect for this time of year so keep doing it and uh yeah i think this is great and when, when we can get rid of halloween those halloween movies being out of the, the the middle of october we can get some other original horror movies yeah. you know in those slots as well so i was really happy to see this and again at the end of the year we're gonna need to have a discussion about paramount pictures because they have been owning this year's box office like superhero property none of that no yeah none of that just with two original for the most part ips and more like they are just killing it when it comes to the box office with their ips so i i can 100 percent see sequel works with smile and everything but i think this is a great number i'm super happy about it uh, the fact that this wasn't supposed to be in theaters anyway, this was supposed to be a straight to streaming film for Paramount Plus, but uh, it tested well. So that's how it, uh, it, you know, they got the release and the market. I think the marketing I think that I've seen for the movie has been so cool, like them drop dropping those actors everywhere <laughs> and stuff. I think that was like really amazing. So I I'm super happy trailers, to see this number. Look, I know that maybe those of us who go to the movies enough are tired of the trailer at this yeah, point. Yeah, but yeah. But I do think the trailers <laughs> are actually effective. Like, I think that they are good trailers. We just have seen them so much. So I think, like, one mm-hmm. of my friends, two of my friends, actually, they were talking about going to see Smile. And they were like, my yeah, no, those well. trailers kind of messed me up already. So... Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think it looks scary just from the trailers, which gets people hyped. 
And yeah, yeah uh, they even, we were talking about this too. They were advertising the like early access screening. Like they had a specific trailer for yeah. that. Yeah, and it was access. packed when I went on Tuesday. It was packed. Yeah, my theater was packed so. too. So I think that had something to do with it. Uh, I, I do think they ran a really effective marketing campaign for Smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you saw those videos and stuff? It's crazy. I thought that was oh. great. A, like baseball games and they just right? drop an actor I was hollering yeah. i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yes i live <laughs> um yeah i thought that was all done really well so yeah and i agree about the trailers because um although i was annoyed that the trailer that the the big the big thing in the film was given away in a trailer i guess that's what kind of helped people to come out and see it the girl hanging the hanging head one. <laughs> I, I really wish they would have said that for the movie, but I mean, that's a, that's a good hook for the crowd to bring them in yeah. and stuff. So I think uh, I, my home girl, <laughs> I, I think overall this, I think they did a great job of marketing the film and they didn't, they didn't have to push to, they didn't have to push a big marketing campaign for it either too. So the fact that they did, you know, it means like they had a lot of faith in the movie and the movie critically has been doing really well. So, yeah, and I think, I, th- I also think word of word of mouth helped too. this for this one. Yeah. I think the stronger views definitely helped going into the mm-hmm. weekend. It premiered at fan fest or fantastic fest mm-hmm. um, in Texas, which does a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it got good reception out of that too. So, yeah, I think it was a really good buildup for the film in terms of marketing and getting people excited. Because obviously, when you see a movie like this, you're already kind of skeptical heading in. So for it to get all of this positive buzz and people being like, nah, it's good, uh, I think really got people to like, okay, I'll go. And releasing the first weekend, I think is a, is a good move. Like this is October mm-hmm. 1st. We're all talking about spooky season, blah, 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 coming in this weekend. And this is the horror offering. I mean, yeah, we still have Barbarian in theaters, but it's been out for like a month now. So this is like the traditional scary movie to kick off the spooky season. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. So I think, uh, yeah, all around, just a great, great job on building anticipation for it. And uh, yeah, really, really solid opening because I was not expecting this. We saw the track. Well, I saw the tracking over beginning of the weekend and it was like still like 18 19 but the fact that they got over 20 20 million and it made 22 million at that is i think it's great and uh i was not expecting that so really really good stuff for smile um all right, let's and go to number B minus, right? A B minus cinema score. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the cinema score was B doesn't minus. Doesn't sound great, but for these mm-hmm. horror movies, a B minus is actually quite strong. Uh, usually, it would fall in the C's or lower. Especially <laughs> with that ending. Especially with that ending. Too, so. Um, so, so B minus. Apparently, people seem to be having fun with it. So that's another positive thing. I'll be interested to see if it drops like a rock or if it's able to at least hold a little bit, kind of like the <laughs> well, black phone. What's next weekend? I think stabilized. I don't think my mom and I actually got to go see this next weekend I mean, for her next birthday. Next weekend, weekend is that Amsterdam and ooh, ooh. that Sean Mendes, uh, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Oh, okay. So this will do good. This will do good. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of October. Yeah, this will, this will do pretty good. Woo, yeah. You ain't ready for that crocodile. Do I... <laughs> no, this, this will do really good. Let me tell uh, you. Them, I mean, listen, if Sean was York like shirtless week? in the trailer, maybe the Sean Mendez fans would come, but I don't think they go and support no. some damn little crocodile voice by Sean. No. Come on now. 
Lord. No, I, I, I don't. I, I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, yeah, interesting. I'm going to go see it next weekend as well, so I'm pumped. So, yeah, good stuff for Smile. Um, all right, number two, what do we got? So coming in at number two is last week's winner, Don't Worry Darling, which brought in $7.3 million in its second weekend of release for a 62% drop-off in week number two. That does bring the Olivia Wilde mystery thriller up to $32.8 million domestic and $54.7 million worldwide after two weeks. Uh yeah, really steep drop for uh don't worry darling. I was thinking like a 50% drop, but this is 62.3%. It didn't lose any theaters. It actually gained 8 theaters, but dropped kind of substantially here. It's, but uh again, I was expecting I it was so much just, more for this movie. I don't know what it is. I just, I thought with the controversies and stuff, the buzz was yeah. going to be a little bit more. Uh, I mean, I do think that the bad reviews really probably dampered this one. Because this is one of those films. I mean, not totally. Like, Smile, it mm-hmm. helped to have positive reviews. But bad reviews wouldn't have really hurt Smile. Like, that, the horror genre is one where we're going to show up for yeah, a scary movie. Right. We yeah. don't care if the critics like it or if they don't. We're going to be there. But mm-hmm. don't worry, darling. It's one of those that has that air to it. Like it wants to be, you know, a little bit more prestigious and it wants to be <laughs> one of those. And when it comes out and critics are like, oh, it was bad. Uh, I think it scares off like that crowd that's like, oh, you know, maybe I want to see this. And they're like, oh, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> so let me ask you something about that. Because I think that's a good, that's a good analog- analogy of what really happened here. Do you think that controversy helps films or hurts hurts them? Because I, really, I thought that this, because this was kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to say it like that because people, you know, it was a hot mess, but it was kind of like Real Housewives t- style. You know, like we yeah, were like yeah. watching reality TV mess unfold before our eyes. It wasn't like, you know, sexual assault allegations coming out about people on the set. Like that kind of stuff, I... I yeah, hope hurts yeah. the film because I mean, come on. Uh, I thought it would help this, but I really, I don't think it did. Um, no, that's that's at all. that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. I thought, I thought like when we hear controversy for stuff, like, even even like you know, like just drama, like yeah. I, I I thought okay, that's gonna help the film, but maybe that actually tarnished the the film for a lot of people. Like they just was like turned off by all the drama, you know. Like that could have been a thing, or people didn't really hear about the drama. It was mostly just us, and like they all just moved on with their lives, and it just didn't really yeah. move a lot of people. But um, for me, for for me personally, uh, I think the director, like p- movies like this, I think would draw what would draw people to it is is like who's behind the lens creating the film. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I think, you know how I mentioned in the review, I said Jordan Peele, and I feel like a movie like that, you know, people would have been a little bit more drawn to it, given the director, but all we know from Olivia Wilde so far is Booksmart, which is not a horror movie, 
um, by any means. And, and it so was, maybe like we all loved it, but it also wasn't like this huge success. Like it did well, yeah, of course, but it wasn't. Of like, course, you know, of course, it wasn't Get Out. It wasn't like so, this big statement uh, entry. Exactly. So when you hear like from Olivia Wilde, the general audience is just like, you know, okay, you know what I mean? Like, so it's not like. I don't know. I feel like you know, James Wan or something like that, or even, you know, just name value, I think would have probably propped the movie up a little bit, uh, given had, how it looks. Because like a, a movie star too. Like we all love Florence Pugh and she's, yeah. she's everywhere, but you know, she hasn't really shown to be a box office draw at this mm-hmm. point. Chris Pine is not really a box office draw as much as we love him. And Harry Styles, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, I mean, yeah, I think he did his... <laughs> I think the people who show, were going to show up for Harry Styles did. I really do. I think that they propelled a good part of that opening weekend. <laughs> and, what, um, and, and when we have these, like... You know when we have, like, concerts and stuff yeah. on the big screen? Like, what kind of numbers do those movies really bring? They bring, like... Say, like, a Harry Styles concert was in theaters. What... It's not going to bring in 20 mil it's gonna do like five million you know because that's all of the fans that's that's the fans that's gonna come out to the theater so you maybe added like what three million to the box office yeah, with so harry we styles went from like name. a 15 mil opening to a 19 Oof. mil opening Oof, i don't know man that's like not, that's not uh, it. i i do think if this film had gotten better reviews obviously word of mouth would have been better so it wouldn't have dropped yeah. this hard to um and that's a bit of a shame because, again, I really feel like a lot, we talked about this in our review, a lot of the negativity was predetermined. Mm-hmm. It's a very exaggerated, at least in our point of views. You know, the if you just read these reviews, it'd be like one of the worst films of 2022, just terrible, awful. Which was and I think that all yeah. was uh, a little bit much and it kind of killed mm-hmm. this film's momentum. But uh yeah don't worry darling it just kind of is a no starter and that really sets warner brothers discovery off on a weird foot because they canceled everything but this and black adam everything else got moved but these two so black adam we gonna need you to overperform or discovery what's going (laughs) on we will discuss we will talk about that because i got some things man we got (laughs) we're gonna talk about that in a minute but listen uh yeah so don't worry, darling. I think overall, for me, I was just expecting a lot. I was just expecting a bigger kind of reaction and and just, yeah, I was expecting a lot more from the film. So to see this drop is kind of disappointing for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's go to number three. Number three, what do we got? Okay, so coming in at number three is The Woman King, which brought in $6.9 million right behind Don't Worry Darling. It -hmm. dropped for 36% in its third weekend. We already mentioned its good legs in its second weekend, only dropping 42% last week. Mm -hmm. But that does bring the new Viola Davis action epic up to 46.7 mil domestic and 50.1 mil worldwide after three weeks of release yeah uh this movie i'm really happy to see that it has some great it's having some great legs uh what did you say was it the world was the worldwide number so worldwide it actually hasn't released in very okay okay yet. so the worldwide number like is still million. pretty low uh, it's only made yeah. 3.4 million outside of the u.s right now mm-hmm. but that's because the, the release is so limited but 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really happy that so far in the U.S. it's doing okay. Honestly, at the end of the day, I would have loved like a bigger number for this. That's just me speaking because of of how much I love the movie. And uh, these kind of movies don't get made when it's predominantly black. So I personally just wanted more, like more from the opening weekend. I saw the number. I was I was excited for it, but I was like, damn, I would have. If if only if only the opening weekend number could have got to like thirty five, I would have been like really satisfied with that. But um, you know, forty six right now for the total domestic is pretty solid. We'll see what happens uh, internationally. Um, hoping it can do more. But I love the fact that it has some great legs right now. Last week, like we said, it only dropped like. 30 percent like 20 something percent last week and this week it's only dropping 36 so i'm hoping going into the the uh the 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 new month that it has a little bit of legs and it can stick around in the top five for at least a couple more weeks yeah especially you know for its awards chances to get uh on the board i'm hoping it sticks around has that like Mm -hmm. box office uh success behind it at least uh to some degree um yeah. and it's showing that this because this one also has uh interesting controversy behind it um obviously yeah. the, the real life tr- tribe and kingdom that's depicted and blah 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 mm. uh but mm. in honesty let's be real <laughs> that is such a bad faith uh controversy that's been tried to drum up to like bring this film down that mm-hmm. i'm glad it's not working <laughs> I'm glad it's the failing. Um, honestly, if you're a white person, I don't want to hear your thoughts on African history right now. Um, you didn't have any sort of interest in African history until you saw the woman king come up and suddenly you're an expert in which tribes and which nations were selling other slaves to white people. So I don't want to hear it. Uh- <laughs> Dude, I hate, I hate, um, God, that's one of my least favorite things is like seeing reviews from critics about like movies like this. Because I saw one about Till, and I'm like, why do you put verbiage like that in your another movie? one that it's I'm so, like, look, and that's that's when so I was nervous. I'll admit, I was actually a little bit nervous when I've seen the trailer for Till because I was just yeah. like, oh, here we go again. Like, part of me mm-hmm. was like, here we go. Uh, like, th- th- obviously, the story of Emmett Till is horribly depressing and terrible Mm -hmm. and i don't know i guess in my world i figure most people know the story of emmett hill it's a pretty (laughs) pretty universal aspect but so i'm just going to be listening only to black critics beforehand i'm sorry i don't want to see any white critic reviews for till I need to see how the black experience is accepting this. If it's just more trauma porn so far, I'm hearing not. So that's actually given me a little bit of like, okay, maybe, maybe Till's a little something different. It's not just mm-hmm. look at black people suffer on our screen for two hours again. Dude, cause uh, I'm so tired of it. And like, <laughs> I, I watching the trailer. That's what I thought. Yeah, and I too. was like, I mean, we'll see what happens. Cause I, I'm hearing the same thing that it's not, like it's like for the most part it's not obviously you have those tough scenes yeah but like oh man i'm getting so numb right so yeah i'm listening to all black critics there same thing with the woman king Mm -hmm. Uh, you know if it's a if it's a conversation amongst the black community about you know the the accurate depiction of the the Dahomey, then that's one thing. But to have mm-hmm. these white people running in, hollering and screaming, I'm like, all right, well, I so don't really hollering. care what you have to say. 
Uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, when we get over to, you know, British history, you can come in and cry about the the accuracy, but you don't. So there you go. Um, yes, go woman Mess. king. Uh, also, it's just cool to get a black led like historical action epic like this like a female mm. black lead in a historical action epic directed by a black woman mm-hmm. Come on. like that's you know that's why i want to see this do as well as it did and she directed the hell out of it like it, it's so well shot and so well directed so well acted so i'm happy <laughs> yeah same 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 so uh okay number four what do we got later to coming out our next for this movie <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number four is Bros, which brought in $4.8 million in its opening weekend. It did receive a really solid A cinema score from audiences. It does not currently have those international numbers, but it is a Judd Apatow directed film. Billy Eichner, not really a movie star, um, a comedian that people know. But, all right, I I guess I'll just go right into that. I think that's part of what happened Mm -hmm. is Luke McFarlane is very good to look at, the love interest. And Billy Eichner, people who know him like him, but the, the comedies in 2022 are already struggling. And romantic comedies specifically have a hard time to do much of anything at the box office. Right. You literally have to get Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, you know, running around the forest. I remember, yeah, like Lost City. Like, that's how you get numbers, is Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. (laughs) Even Jennifer Lopez, yeah, that was Mm. on Peacock. That didn't even open to 10 million with Marry Me earlier this year. So it's it's tough to get rom-coms to big numbers. When you don't have a star, it's damn near impossible these days to get comedies to really do Mm -hmm. much of anything and then you slap on the r rating i'm sad i'm sad that it it underperformed like this but yeah what what you got well what was the expectation i don't know really i don't know that was my other thing going in Mm -hmm. what were people what did we expect from an r-rated raunchy rom-com you know like that's Mm. why i get a little frustrated is we're pretending like this was gonna do 20 mil there's oh, no are you seeing like hyperbole no. all over uh, Twitter yeah, again? Like, the I get same the hyperbole, with, the and I got out. frustrated with it yesterday. Today, I'm a little yeah. less frustrated because even uh, compared to like other R-rated comedies, this is on the lower end. Which I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so I can't say too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 swing, yeah, yeah. I can't swing too hard, but just seeing the hyperbole of like, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what people expected. But I am sad because I know internationally it's not going to get released in a lot of countries. And so it needs to make most of its money here in the United States. And so it's off to not a great start there. I also wonder, do you think uh, this is another one of those movies we've talked about? I forgot the last time we mentioned it with the film. They did Mm -hmm. so many pre-release screenings for bros. Like there was, I think, like four here in Denver that they did early advanced screenings here and this happened i did kept see i did kept getting a lot of emails about advanced screenings i was and they did this with love simon too i remember when love simon came out in theaters 
there was, I mean, they were showing that movie early months in advance and they kept doing these early screenings. And I understand from like a logic point with both bros and love Simon, they really want, they knew they were going to be crowd pleaser movies. So they wanted to like really get the buzz, but I think it backfired both right. times. Like y'all can't, uh, don't do, <laughs> listen, don't do this again. If you're going to release remember, another queer comedy, this, don't. I think this happened with, what was it? Like book smart. And it like had it. like 17, yeah. like, like, not like private press screenings, no. like fan screenings. So like, fuck. <laughs> and they're full. Like, I remember that with with Bros, with Love, Simon. You go to them or you kind of see, they are packed to the house. Like, everyone. Like, do you want, do you <laughs> want money? Or I was trying like, to think, there was another movie recently that I feel like, oh, I think it was In the Heights, actually. They did like yeah, yeah. 50 million freaking fan <clears throat> screenings for In the Heights. They did an at-home, like, virtual screening for In the Heights. And then everybody's shocked when it underperforms to what you were hoping. It's like, yeah, because everybody who would have went opening weekend already watched it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they saw it for so. free. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just do yeah one, so like just do when that happens then. i'm just like what was the plan here like why did you why you know so and then yeah there's the whole thing about like the how do you it's so hard to promote an r-rated uh, rom-com because yeah. a lot of people want that like sweet rom-com and then mm-hmm. other people want just they don't want the rom-com they want a raunchy r-rated comedy so this one like I don't know. I thought the R-rated red band trailer was a lot funnier than the PG-13 green trailer, but they did the green trailer a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And people are saying it's because of that line they had in the trailer where it's like, oh, straight people remember them. They had a good run, so straight people didn't want to watch it. I don't know, <laughs> but... <laughs> oh my god, I hate... Dude, I, I'm like... Uh... <laughs> uh, let me just move on, dude. I like it's just like what that. Oh man, what? I just I really think it's stars. that offended you. Yeah, oh, okay. I think if we had, I mean, I don't know who who you'd get. We'll see about that damn Sheldon movie coming out later this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, are y'all really gonna make it? So that's the last queer comment. And that's the other thing. I don't know. Do you wonder? Maybe it's. I have to wonder because I'm so anti romance all the damn time. Between this and Fire Island and that holiday one we got, it seems like every damn queer movie these days is a romantic comedy. Like, it's like kind of a rom-com-ish thing. So, can we get something else? I don't know. This is me being selfish. (laughs) And now that Sheldon one that's coming out in a a couple months is also, like, a romantic-looking comedy. I'm like, And it's always kind of like... It's always the same too. Like someone's like, and if someone's closeted and yeah, stuff like, it's like feels like that's all, that's all that you know. Um, Hollywood knows how to portray. It's like back in the day where like all Hollywood knew how to portray black people was either slaves or like rappers. It's the same shit. It's like really ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like we're still there Thugs, in a yeah. lot of respects with all of with it. You know, these groups were finally again people get tired of hearing us or whatever. They get mad at people, but. How many years of yelling and screaming has it taken for black cinema to move past trauma porn? Like, yeah, we're fine. Exactly. We're still getting it, but it's like, finally, we're coming out the other end and getting different news stories for the black community because it's just been about trauma for ages. 
Yeah, and it's like movies, movies with black leads that I just like, I, like I come out and it's just a black lead and uh, it has nothing to do with anything yeah. race. It's just like, that's why I love Tenet so much. It's literally just John David Washington, you know, without any of that <laughs> stuff tied behind it. It's like I, I, at a time I was just, just getting so tired. Like, God, Lee, this is like, how many times can I watch this happen? You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't need it. Stop it. Woman King, period, you know, great. And, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, obviously yeah. it's coming out soon. So like, let's get it. You know, I'm excited yeah. for that. I also wonder if maybe I had at least a couple people ask me too, that like, is it like really Judd apatow I know he's just a producer, <laughs> but they were like nervous with bros. They're like, um, like I want to see it, but also... <laughs> I don't go for that Jed Apatow so much. <laughs> and I think the trailer gave off that vibe maybe too much. It does a know. little bit. I think I watched it once. My mom said she wanted to see it, though. But Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's fun. It's cute. It has all your rom-com-isms yeah. in there. But I'm like, all right, y'all. It's time to move on <laughs> from rom-coms for me. Like, I'm going to need y'all to stop. No, I get it. Yeah, kind of LGBT same. content. Like, that damn Sheldon. I saw that trailer. Front. I was like, oh, Lord, what is this now? Mm-hmm. And why is it called Spoiler I... Alert? I totally get it. It's the same thing, and it becomes like, dude, let's get going. But um, mm. all right. Lastly, number five. What do we got? Number five is the Avatar uh-huh. re-release, coming in with four point six nine million, down fifty five percent in its second week of being re-released in IMAX theaters, and it's made eighteen, almost nineteen dollars just on its re-release so far. I mean, come on now, uh, fifty eight million dollars worldwide on the re-release. That's nuts. I listen. I have no idea what's happening. Okay, I just um, uh, man, I'm gonna have to eat a lot of like eat a boot or something because I, I Avatar. It should not be doing this. The re-release should not be like just dropping fifty five percent. This should have been like a seventy percent drop. It wasn't. It died away this weekend. Man, this thing is at eighteen million dollars total for a re-release. Now, who's going to go watch this multiple times? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I I know that people do really enjoy Avatar. Like, I know yeah, we give yeah. it a lot of shit, but obviously it became the biggest grossing film of all time for a reason. Like, come on. You know, as much shit as people going to give it, like, we got to be real. But I don't know who. These re-releases in general sometimes baffle me, but especially this. Like, this is too much. Like, come on, y'all. Go watch Bros. Forget about Avatar. You don't, You can watch that <laughs> shit at home. Go watch something new. I don't know. No, you can't because they took that shit off Disney Plus Ooh, just for this. He said, oh, they I did. forgot. They did do that. Disney did. said, we're going to take it off so you got to go to the theater. <laughs> Listen, all I want, I don't really care about seeing this in theaters, right? Like, I, I would like to. I never saw yeah. it in theaters. Yeah, but, like, like, you know... <laughs> but like i feel like that time is, is like kind of passed just, and i feel like it's gonna get re-released again 3d and i would have went and so i would yeah and i don't clothes. like i don't i remember i watched the trailer in 3d and i was like i had a headache and i was like i don't want to do this anymore so i would do fine without the 3d so i just want them to release a 4k like blu-ray yeah. so i can watch it at home Mm-mm. like fuck well look at little barbarian plus, trying to hold so on down here Dwayne. yeah it's trying as well pearl dropped a lot too it dropped all the way to the 16 spot last week it was okay you know barbarian actually held on pretty well 38 percent in its second week 25 percent because a movie like that i was strictly 
I think that's strictly word of mouth of like, go see Barbarian. It's insane, just, you know. I was nervous with that ending. I was thinking maybe it might drop yeah. like a rock, but it's held on pretty well. Bullet Dana, train Dana, passed a hundred mil. Dana, Dana hated that ending. Ooh. Oh man, Ooh. hated that ending. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Pearl went from number six to sixteen, oh, and I was like, damn yeah, it, man, sixty one percent. That blows. They snapped that thing out of theaters that it's sitting at 8.2 mil domestic so far. Mm-hmm. When yeah. do we have any sort of timeline for Maxine? Oh, I don't know. I I I, I presume 2023, but like I'm presuming Watch they like rush late. it to December. <laughs> yeah, I'm presu can you imagine? I'm presuming like late 2023. It could be like, you know, as soon as like March or February. They move quickly with these. They but the only reason why Pearl came this. out. The only reason why Pearl came out so quick right after X is because they filmed literally right after. Yeah. And I think Maxine was more like, hey, can I do another one? And they're like, sure, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's probably what happened here. But, uh, yeah, Good Pearl house. was disappointed. That about, that's about the older couple, right? I don't I know. No like, they're out on that beach. Um, let me, I need to click <laughs> in. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah, it is. It's the one I'm thinking okay. of. Uh, I have no idea. I'm like, what the fuck is did, this? Well, so. nobody else had any idea either. It didn't even break up one million. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. Why is it at the bottom? What is that? Two thousand dollars this weekend. Lord, the people ran. That is the people terrible. hate that that ending too. That I thought it was clever. I liked it. So, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, what else they I gonna liked do? It, yeah. That's how I, I thought... feel about that ending. That's what almost <laughs> saved it for me. Because there's a couple spots in that bodies, bodies where I'm like, mm, okay, well. <laughs> but I thought the ending was good. Yeah, I was like, I liked the ending. I thought it was very clever, and it got me guessing every time. So I liked it. I had a good time. Aren't you happy um, Bullet Train made the the hundred mil domestic? I am. I'm just skeptical. I just Ooh. I don't want Sony to touch it. Just leave it alone. Let it be Bullet Train. That's skeptical. it. You know how Sony gets. You wow. know exactly how Sony gets. So I just don't <laughs> want that to happen. But listen, what, what do we have coming up here? I know this weekend. We don't have really, we don't have much. The following weekend, we have Halloween ends. Now, listen, this this marketing for Halloween ends, for me, has been atrocious. So, it's going straight to Peacock as well. Yeah, what are we that. seeing for Halloween ends? Because, yeesh. You haven't liked the little random Jamie Lee Curtis looking behind her to the tree and Michael Myers be oh, popping his little head over out? over it. Oh, kind of over it. Uh, we have Halloween Kills Ooh. the 13th coming out. That's a Thursday, but comes out officially on the 14th. And uh, I think I'm, I think it's still going to do pretty well. Uh, the last one did about 50-something, so I could see it going around there again. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm going to go like 40 opening. Yeah, I think I'm going to go like 45, 50. I think, I think I it's just... still going to do... Okay. I mean, I think it'll do well. I'm just wondering. Yeah, maybe it'll be like Jurassic, where the last one mm-hmm. people hated, but they still came back <laughs> and it opened exactly the same for the next right. one. You know, like right. that's exactly right. what Jurassic so. Park just did. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening at least for the film. So, Dwayne, we'll I know your hype for Pray for the Devil. I am actually. When is that oh. coming out? That's the that's end the of end. That's October. Like, that's like Halloween. Weekend. Yeah, I actually am. I like the trailer. It's fun. Ooh. I dig it. I dig it. I do. <laughs> I actually am gonna go. That title. I'm like, Grandma, please. <laughs> it's not for you. It's for the. It's for she the hates queen, that damn so. pray for the devil. She's like, for what? I'm like, oh, Grandma, <laughs> like it's a horror movie. Chill. 
What? what? <laughs> uh, oh God, that's what else funny. is coming out? When is that goddamn Black Adam? Black Adam is October 21st. Larry, we have to have a talk about this Black Adam. Okay. Oh, no. Because The Rock think this he thinks this thing was is gonna be like 150, 189, whatever, you know. And <laughs> box office pro. So here's what here's what happens, right? They had the movie. Okay, so there's like three phases of tracking for the movie. First, the first tracking was like 90 to like 105. And I thought that was bold. And I said, mm, uh uh-uh. uh. Then uh, they had the, they bought the tracking down to like 80 to 85. And I was like, mm, okay. So the most recent tracking for Black Adam is fifty-five million to seventy million dollars. By the way, Halloween Ends is also tracking for thirty-five to forty-five. So I think I think we might be around the ballpark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have forty. Let me say, what you say that Black Adam was fifty-five to seventy million. I need this to open to like (laughs) fifty-five. I need I need them to get a quick reality check because they were they were honking their horns. Oh, we released Batgirl because we only we only want to have like pristine stuff out in theaters to make the most money. I need this to kind of like you know you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say it out loud, but you know what I'm saying. I just, like, you understand? I don't know that and those trailers like move the needle when because they, they show it no, every damn and they, movie. And no and matter then, the genre, they be putting that damn Black Adam in front of every damn release. And wow. then they put they put like they put like a massive like they put the massive um ticket on sale thing. Go get your tickets now. So I guess they presumed that it was gonna be like them tickets are just gonna flop and go crazy. And, you know, no flock, I mean, and go crazy and seats are going to be filled and it's going to be crashing the sites. And I'm looking at my my weekend. <laughs> and this is this ain't looking good, brother. So I'm going to say, let's see, I'll just I'm going to go 60. That's my I'm gonna final say 65. I'm going to go 60. That's it. And they did you ever get your little IMAX ticket to work? Yo, no, we gotta talk about that too because (laughs) Comic Con they gave out all of these tick, they gave out this little poster for Black Adam, and they and on the poster it says, Be the first to see Black Adam in IMAX. And I said, Cool. And then the, the, the panel was going on, and The Rock was like, All of you are going to be the first. To see Black Adam in IMAX. And everybody's like, yeah! And then, like, a Thursday comes around. And they're like, tickets are on sale. And I said, cool, let me pull out my damn poster. First of all, I couldn't buy, I couldn't find it. But I found it eventually. And I put in my little code. And it said, this is invalid. (laughs) And I said, what? And then Zach Pope did the same thing, and that also said, this is invalid. 
so we were, we were clowning the rock said nah i saw them tracking numbers keep going down ain't nobody getting into the imax ain't for nobody. free <laughs> ain't nobody getting no free tickets which i thought this was man we gotta make a profit so they uh yeah I so them damn tickets i i already booked my ticket for uh That's thursday yes they know damn well that warner brother discovery <laughs> <laughs> they click cancel on y'all's free ticket. They did. They know they. I know they did too. And I'm and I'm they, sick. They're I'm like, sick. who you gonna complain to? <laughs> I'm People sick. sending their emails in or what? I cannot. I can't believe that code isn't working still. Like it's yep. been days. I can understand yep. maybe like right as soon as tickets. But Dwayne tried it like hours. I feel like not even right. I did it. I lot. tried it like a thousand times, like four or five times, and it just said invalid, nah. invalid, like, invalid. I cannot believe <laughs> they said nah. We good. Thanks though. <laughs> Here's the site. You're already on the site. Might as well just click pay and put your credit card. In. <laughs> no, but that's why I got that A list, man. I got my ticket oh already. My it's in an IMAX. I'm gonna watch it. But in all seriousness, like I'm not rooting for the movie to fail. I'm just so tired of like them them talking like this is supposed to be the the recoming of like the DC universe. Like it's not. Like just mm. stop. This is not what the people want. The people want like some good stuff, man. Like Black Adam is not Thanos. <laughs> He's not. My friend, like, she was confused. Or my friend and her husband. I was talking to her husband, and he was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like for Shazam. Like, he thought Black Adam was Shazam 3. And I was like, no, I mean, it's the his character is supposed to be with Shazam, but they're giving him his own movie. And he's like, oh, really? I thought that was just going to be Shazam 3. I was like, oh, my. See? No, and that's like, that's my issue. My mom is like, she, my mom, like, she she got me into wrestling when I was wee, wee, wee years old. And she loved The Rock. My mom has grown to, like, despise that man for some <laughs> reason. Like, she just hates his movies. So I, like, I'm like, yo, we going to go see Black Adam? And she's like, well, fuck no. They going to have go Kevin Hart do a TV spot to promote Black Adam. They're gonna yeah, be like, hey. like, it's just like, the movie, it's just, it, it's, it's so, it's becoming, it's become like a meme. The film, it really has. Because, like, oh. this is supposed to be Warner Brothers Discovery's, like, big hurrah into the into like their new dc universe and i'm sure they're gonna tout some uh zack snyder bs at the end of the movie to try to get that fan base back and stuff but they're gone dude and they're like, already they... trying it like in the tr- yeah in trailer. the marketing and like oh my god and they they even got warner brothers to change the trailer <laughs> so the tr- one of the new trailers that they dropped it had fo- it had footage from the from the Josh Whedon Justice League and people got angry like the Snyder fans and they were like change it this is horrible so Warner Brothers Discovery took down the trailer and they put it up with the Zack Snyder <laughs> <laughs> they put it back up with the BBS so Zack Snyder like and guess Superman what? Them Zack Snyder fans still ain't showing up to your movie. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You did all they that bullshit for gonna, what? They still they ain't think coming. They think they're gonna get that. Uh, they 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 are so delusional. So oh I need Black God. Adam to open like fifty million. I need it to open to fifty million. I need to see Twitter burn. Like, did you see the last time a superhero movie 
turned into him was just a meme, Morbius, and that shit flopped. So yes, yes, and I need, I need, I need the Rock to come up with a statement about something. Like nah, I know they're gonna, like I don't know what he gonna it, find something. He it was is, the most he, and, watched and, movie amongst and, the rodents. Uh, in and, history. and if Henry Cavill is in it, like they're gonna, they're gonna like they're gonna release it with like new promo for Henry Cavill. Like it's just gonna be a disaster. So I need it to open like fifty mil. If it opens to, like eighty, they're gonna tout that as like this is one of the biggest origin films of all time, and it's all because of you. He's just like they're so like manipulative, like the way they speak about this movie. The Rock at the head of the table at the screen. Like, what is going on here? So I need it to open up fifty million. Okay. They're sitting I there watching it on this little ass like twenty inch oh TV God. in the boardroom. <laughs> God, it's insane. I'm so tired it's of it too. I need it. It's been a hot ass mess behind. Like the trailer's Ugh. fine. Like I don't think the trailers. The first trailer was bad, but this new one, I was rolling my eyes. Uh, and the marketing yeah. has just been a mess ever since. Like that first trailer was like, I some of the like the stuff they showed at like whatever that fan event last year even the rock at san diego comic-con this year was fun like he was kind of you know trying to drum it up but ever since then it's just been a downhill mess like mess after mess after mess <laughs> and then yeah and it's like y'all's code they ain't even working like it's just too much <laughs> oh my god like changing trailers like what are we doing guys what is going on here so I don't know about this Black Adam, and I'm not surprised that audiences are just. This is not. This ain't it. This is not. This is not it. So, oof, I don't know. But all right, let's get out of here. That's our, that's it for the box office show, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, Larry will be back tomorrow morning for the Throne Watch episode. Today it's going to be him and some other members of the team. Him, Mads, and I presume Pat. Mm-hmm. From today's Hero Hour show, so stay tuned for that episode of Throne Watch. What what are we on right now? Episode what? episode seven. Fuck, I'm on like episode three. Dwayne. <laughs> Shit, people are like what happened to Dwayne in these Throne Watch shows, man? Like, he fuck. just vanished. <laughs> Lord, I'm just not caught up. I didn't start Rings of Power. It's just it's it's a mess out here for me. So. <laughs> God bless Larry and Mads for these Throne Watch shows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that will be posted tomorrow morning, most likely. Thank you guys for joining us, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me doing my own little House of the Dragon reactions and all over at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube, as well as Instagram. And see me ranting and raving, hollering. Right now, it's been hollering about bros box office all day uh, over at Chili Boy YT on Twitter. Um, All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. I'm exhausted. It's my third show, but I'm excited that you got all you guys can listen to it. Uh, As far as schedules this week, um, depending on the news, I am hearing rumblings about a trailer tomorrow morning. But I don't want to say it because I, I feel like I might jinx it. Oh. So I'll tell Larry off air. So hopefully that trailer happens tomorrow morning because I'll be dope. And then we can talk about that. And as everyone, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>